Hello, everybody. This is Pops and Jakey T from the Black Mike Studio once again here. I hope you had a good week. Uh, so, uh, how about that virus that's going on? Do you believe it's they're pushing it too much or what? Yeah, somewhat. We can't say the name of it because if we do, we will get copyright strict on Well, not copyright We'll get strict on YouTube, and this video will not be available for you guys on YouTube. So, we're not going to talk. We're not going to say the name of it. We're, we're going to call it the virus. But, uh, so, yeah. This oh. virus, in Pennsylvania, all the schools are shut down for two weeks. Yeah, from Governor Wolf. From he Governor closed them Wolf. all just today. Governor Wolf, my boy. So, um, I was hoping they would, but they said they're not going to hold it against I you. I forgot to put my phone on airplane mode. Whatever, it's fine. Oh, okay. No, 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 no so, um, yeah, the schools are shut down. Some jobs are shut down. And, um, some people are, are uh, Bosses or owners or paying their employees, even though they're not going to be working for two weeks, yeah. which is nice. That's that is nice. nice. I mean, yeah, that is nice. That's great. So, uh, yeah, that, it's a shame. I don't know if they're pushing it too much or they're just trying to get ahead of the game. Trying to get ahead of the game, I think. They're trying to like be safe. So the hospitals safe, ain't yeah. swamped. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Trying their best. Like I was figuring, like if they want to disinfect the school over the weekend. I thought they did last weekend. They wanted to do it this weekend again. Oh, really? The point of that, when you come back over a week, more during yeah. the no matter what. So, so I, as long as you wash your hands and don't pick out your face or your nose, yeah, yeah uh, um, you'll be good. Wash your hands as much as you can. That's the way the virus gets trans. Or if somebody's sick by you, stay away. But uh, I think it's funny. My teacher, before we left Botech, well, Babbitt's, he was saying, oh, we're not going to have off. Because Bethlehem won't close. Northampton didn't want to close either. That's Bethlehem didn't want to close. If Bethlehem closed, Salkin, Northampton, all of them will close. Oh. But, so, he's like, oh, we're not going to have off. There's no way. There's no way we're going to have off. Well, An I guess hour later, I found out we had off. <laughs> okay, weeks. I called you, huh? On the bus. Everyone was, everyone was yelling, Pops is my hero. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> but, um, just be careful out there. It usually hits the elderly more than the young people. Yeah, and another, it's like the con. It's like the flu. It's like the flu, but more dangerous, I guess. But for older people, for older people yeah. yeah, yeah. So another thing that's been happening with the coronavirus is it's been pushing back movies from being released. Fast and yeah. the Furious, new one has been pushed back the whole year. So use that word. So, <laughs> but the, the virus. So that's okay. Watch your language. So, okay. Uh, so uh, that's what we're going to talk about. And what else were we going to talk about? Uh, anything else happening in the news this week? Um, hold on, pop. You said, well, hold on, wait. Before, you know, oh, let's talk about the movies. You know, okay, we're going to movies. Okay. So here's the movie that came out. Bloodshot came out, which. I didn't want to see at all because I I know I I knew what the comic book character Bloodshot. I was, oh, was it? Yeah, he's a comic book character. He's like Vin Diesel. Oh. So it's a thirty-two percent critic rating and a seventy-nine percent audience score. Which so like about see, fifty. So yeah, I mean, I think it's it looked. What is it about? Um, this guy. Um, it's like this soldier, right? And um, he gets like enhanced superpowers type stuff, but they're like nanobots in his bloodstream. Oh, okay. so like if he gets shot in the face, his like face can regrow parts. Oh, so, like, okay. he can't die. Oh, okay. 
So it's it's all about like he's being manipulated to do stuff and doesn't know it. That's what. The, oh, okay. Another one that has been the most talked about movie that hasn't even, that didn't even come out until just now. Is what the hunt, which is about. Last time I heard it was about was it was about a group of liberals hunting conservatives. Oh really? Yeah, a group of like liberal people hunting conservatives, which I can't load. But I'm not sure if it's still that or it changed. Last time I heard it was like a year ago. It's one reason that it's not loading, so I'm just gonna go with this one. Alright, here we go. Oh that is seventy percent. Uh fifty four percent critic score and seventy percent audience score. score. Which there's movie info. It's uh, a group of globalist elites gather for the very first time at a remote manor house to hunt humans for sport. But the elite special players. Oh yeah, I seen like, I seen commercials on TV about that. Uh, okay. They kidnap people and then they hunt them, right? Yeah. So okay. maybe so last time I heard about it, it was something else, as you can oh, tell. Oh okay. So I think it changed since like two years ago, a year ago, whenever I. Heard about that. Um, no one that came is coming out. I saw it came out. We should see Invisible Man. We should go and see that. I want to see that. I don't know what this is about. I've been working long hours. I'll probably fall asleep. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. Powerfully. Okay, so what was it about? What's it about? Face of an un. In it. Intended pregnancy and a lack of local support, Autumn and her cousin Skylar embark across state lines to New York, New York City on a fraught journey of friendship, bravery, and compassion. A 99% critic score. Oh, okay. I, think it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's a big movie or like a. Uh, I can't stand this guy. Oh, it's, it's only. A, it's on. This is on Hulu. This movie. Oh, so I see, okay. I consider that really a. Uh, Movie, 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 movie. Right. But now the theaters might have a problem getting people in. They have a problem getting movies in in general because look what I held back. Mulan, The Quiet Place 2, which is going to come out next week. They got held back this this week. Yeah, but now they, they say you shouldn't go to movie theaters for two weeks. Uh, you know what that means, Dad? Yeah, Reduce ticket pricing. Let's go. Yeah. Right. You know what you do for a trip to Florida right now? What? $50. Oh, really? Fly there. Oh, yeah, because you can't do nothing. Brandon's in Florida. Yeah, you can't you know, do you, nothing. You know, Disney's closed. Universal Studios I closed. I texted Brandon, and I'm like, how you doing? How is that virus? And he's like, I'm not touching anything I don't have to touch. I won't touch anything. Oh. If I don't have to touch it, I'm not going to touch it. But, yeah, nothing to do now. Well, you could go on the boat ride, uh, looking for alligators, and... You could find stuff to do. Yeah, you can I'm find sure. stuff. Though, I'm sure you can. I wonder if what do you call it's open yet? Most other place we would go. Orlando? No, Legoland. No, not Legoland. That other place that had the go kart ride in that. Oh, fun spot. Yeah, I wonder if that's open yet. I'll say no clue. Check it out. See if the fun spot's open in Orlando yet. Is the fun spot in Orlando? Open. Yeah, it's open. Fun spot, fun spot America. It's yeah, open. that's a cool place to go. You could do that. So that's where it's open. Yeah. So those two, oh, is there a movie that's out? I wonder if Brandon knows about Brandon, that. I'll, I'll text him after this thing. Yeah. The movie that's out is My Spy, which is with Dave 
Batista, who he, I think he got famous. Well, he was WWE, he was WWE wrestler. Then he was in the Guns of the Galaxy movies playing oh, superhero. Okay. Yeah, a superhero. So it was all of that. Because he was so, he cried when he got that role of being a superhero. In that oh, movie. really? Because he was so happy that he got the role. I mean, you know, he's fighting up against other actors and he got. Why? So 46%, so it's rotten. There's no there's no audience score yet, which I'm sure you all know. It's for little kids and stuff. Or I don't I don't know how you judge a little kid, a, a kid movie. I don't know. Probably no cursing. No. Well, there's no. I mean, it's a PG movie. It's like, I, I guess it's like, uh, is the story good? But like, it's are for the kids. kids. Stay interested. Yeah. Kid, the kids are, it should be judged on how kids judge it, not how. Right. <clears throat> um. Okay. Now look up. We want to see what else happened in news. Yeah, this what more news, huh? I go on my favorite website on for news is Twitter. I don't know why. Like, what's what's trending? People are panic buying, as you know. Toilet paper, paper. and uh, I don't get my toilet paper. paper. It's not. It's not like. Do they get the shits from it or what? Yeah, I don't there understand. Oh, the Dead Sea Scrolls, Dad. Yeah. Guess what they found out? What? They're not. They're forged. They're all fake. Are you serious? Yeah. Only the re only the recent friends that they found, cousin too. Oh, they're all okay. forgeries. The rest of them are real. Those ones are forgeries. They just, they just, they just found out now. They looked into it, and they had like dozens of people look at look it. Look at it, and they realized these aren't the same at all. I mean, there's like ah, uh. all sixteen of the new ones. Someone was trying to get a big buck. Mm-hmm. You know that works. Oh, I was gonna tell you this, but then I thought about it. Someone's just talking about now. So, you know, <coughs> so you know, um, what's his name? Shit. Um, uh, okay, remember how I showed you the video of the guy, you know, the guy took over to his, his son's YouTube channel? Yeah, that guy. Okay, so he, um, he decided that he had a long moment with this for 25 years, right? right. He made, he made, he used it for, so, you know, extra money, paid for dozens of stuff around. He decided to stop doing it. He decided to close his business. Oh, really? Only because he's figured he's making the money off of YouTube and whatnot. Oh, okay. So now I can do it. So, yeah, that's, that's good. I just to bring it up to you. I don't know. Chinese billionaire Jack Ma will donate 1 million masks to the United States. One million what? Masks. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, trending in Pennsylvania, panic buying. What the hell? Look at this. Look at this store wrote. Val valued customers, due to the recent outbreak of stupidity and panic purchasing by complete idiots, the nation is currently experiencing a shortage of toilet paper and common sense. We expect supplies to be replenished once these sheep-minded morons have all starved to death in their homes, surrounded by toilet paper, but without anything to eat. Thank you for your patience. Oh. <laughs> that is true. I don't know why people are yeah, doing why that. People are why? I went to white suggest yesterday. It was so crowded, you think a bad snowstorm was coming. Look what someone's selling online. I mean, it's a joke, but eight charming toilet paper rolls for $40. Oh. Charming. Charming strong. Look at the line. Look at, look at all people. Okay, I know I can't show you guys this. Why? But like, they're all crowded around a pallet of toilet paper. They're, 
It's toilet paper. That's a big deal. I don't understand that either. Someone made a tough decision. <laughs> they left their toilet paper there and they got beer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Trump said he's going to forget about the interest on student loans. Oh, really? Yeah, for indefinitely, he said, till they figured things out. Yeah. And they put a lot of money in. What's that about Twinkies? Well, this guy bought Twinkies instead of buying <laughs> Oh. Uh, about. Uh, in the small business administration for small companies to help get help if they need help. That's good. Yeah, so. Oh, wow. So. What's that? What, what, what's M Voucher? They're, um. I don't know. We've all, they're giving away. PlayStation 4? PlayStation 4 Pro. It's a, it's, I guess it's a 500 million or something like that. It's limited edition. It's like a <sighs> nice blue color. It's a giveaway, so I don't know why. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, cool idea, I guess. I mm. people, you know, they always give away game consoles and whatnot. Anything they have me? Stock market took big hits, but well, I think hits. it went up today. Really? I think so. That's good. Gas is going down. I saw. Get everybody's like Trump says he's filling up all the reserves and like a national reserve of oil right now because it's cheap. They might as well fill your tank when it's cheap. Oh, yeah, um, so this is the thing. So, Italy, you know, they're being quarantined, they gotta stay in their right. houses. You know what? You know what the website Pornhub is doing? What anyone who anyone in Italy gets Pornhub premium for free. Are you serious? So there's so many jokes about like me pretending to be from Italy so I can get free Pornhub premium. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. oh, now Trump's getting tested because he shook a hand of one guy. I said uh, Ivanka's getting and tested. And he had, what do you call it? Corona. Whatever it's oh, called. The I virus. keep on doing it. I keep on doing the it. The virus. I, <laughs> whatever. I'm, you know what? If you're thinking that, I'm sorry. I have to cut all these really words dumb. out. Don't I'm not worried about it. So... Okay, so moving on here about well, yeah, let's get off the subject because we're tired of hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, we hear about it so much. Everybody's talking about it. So before uh, we get into the next part of the podcast, though, which is a nice good part, we should put the ad in. Yeah, that's right. So put the ad in, and we'll go on from there. Yes, we will. And we're back. Right, there you go. So we're gonna be talking about Pink Floyd. Floyd. Duh. Everything you want to know about Pink Floyd is in this book. In this book we have. That we're going to quote from. Yeah, we're going to quote from it. It's called Pink Floyd Destroyed Behind Every Album. So. So they started. Yeah, when did they start? August 5th, 1967, with their first album, The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. So. That's when they had who? Sid Barrett? Sid Barrett. It's their only full album of psych rock legend Sid Barrett. This is their only full album with them. Oh, really? Next album had them like. And then like one, two songs. So that's before they kicked him out. Yeah, I said he was doing drugs and stuff. Right. The Piper at the Gates of Dawn is one of the first great masterworks of the psychedelic rock group. The cornerstone album for the entire genre, and to this day, delightfully trippy listen from start uh, to finish. I've never heard that album. I never heard it either, honestly. I've I've only seen the Pink Floyd, like mm-hmm. what. Uh, 
Dark Side of the Moon, Dark Side of the Moon which wall. is one of the most famous Pop, ones. Popular albums of all what? time. That and The Wall. What? Honestly, that, The Wall, and Wish You Were Here. Oh, yeah, okay. And I guess so. I, I'm not like a main Pink Floyd fan where I think I listen to all their albums. So I, I'm not, I don't think I. They yeah. changed. The music changes. The music always changes. Change. And they always yeah. sound different, which is awesome. So. Here's another, here's another quote by Nick Mason. Because the Beatles were, to- were taking their time recording Sgt. Pepper in the studio next door, EMI thought this was the way people now made records. So I guess they were in the same studio as the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah, because they came from England. So. Yeah. All right. Oh, jeez. What's that? And that's a picture of Sid Barrett there. Oh, okay. So there you go. They got the fans that see this picture of Sid Barrett. I know it's not really... They kicked him out and went you. Ah, look in the back. Give me a second. Well, I'm sorry. I, I'll, look, I'll look into this. I know I should have been, but... I was trying to, but I fell asleep up here. <laughs> At least I'm honest. Alright, so wait. Oh, wow. What? Roger Waters, Nick Mason, Sid Barrett, and Richard White from left to right. So... Who came in the paint after? I don't know. So I'd look into that. Hold on. Is that all right? Normal Norman versus oh wait, who's normal Norman? Hold on a second. Now I mean all this stuff. As their leader suffers a mental breakdown, Pink Floyd's try to find a new way forward, which is their next album, A Saucer Full of Secrets. Or a Saucer of Secrets. Saucer... No, I, I said it right. Okay, which came out on June 29th, nineteen sixty-eight. Pink Floyd were in trouble. They knew it. When they entered Abbey Road Studios in August of 1967 to record their sophomore album, A Saucer Full of Secrets. By this point, they were well they were well into the difficult process of losing their frontman, guitarist, chief songwriter, and all-around star attraction, Sid Barrett. Excessive use of hallucinogens had seriously acid. Yeah, acid and stuff like that. Right. Has seriously compromised Barrett's ability to perform or write songs. It was really stressful waiting for Sid to come up with songs for the second album. Manager Pete, general later recall. Eddie was looking at him and he couldn't do it. Roger Waters and Rick Wright stepped into the void, distributing the bulk of the album's material and splitting lead vocal duties between them. Nick Mason also pitched in providing lead voice on Waters' composition, Corporal Clegg. Right, here's a quote from David Gilmore. My role, I suppose, was to try and make it a bit more musical and to help create a balance between Formlessness and structure is harmony and harmony. I'm not going to read this whole book because if I read this whole book, this would be like an hour long podcast. Yeah. Long so long. I'm trying to skip over and. Oh, wow. What's that? So, Laughing Sid Barrett. Laughing Sid Barrett is a nickname that Jimi Hendrix bestowed on Pink Floyd's Trouble Leader when Floyd and the Hendrix experience toured together in 1967. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Alright, so. Epic. You know who else toured with uh, Pink Floyd? No. Jimi Hendrix, too. Jimi Hendrix. ZZ Top. Hmm. All right. So, is there a wrong reference to Sid's Brooklyn until I tell you it? Hold on. I know you're poking me. I hear it. I feel you. All right. Hold on. Let me, all right, I'm going to get to. Oh, David Gilmore is who came oh, on. Oh, okay. That's who came on. I thought. I thought that Roger Waters came on. No, David Gilmore did. Oh, so Roger Waters was one well, of the originals. Always there, I guess. Yeah, I thought. I honestly thought David Gilmore was. Okay, uh, then who wrote the most songs? Then. Well, I, I'm I'm pretty sure 
I'm 100% sure it was Roger Waters. He wrote, he wrote Money, right here. When Rogers wrote Money, it was more or less all came up in the first day for the Dark Sky of the Moon album. So as soon as he wrote that song, I knew what they wanted to do with that album. And that album came out on March 17th, 1973. Roger Waters emerges as Pink Floyd's sole lyricist and main idea man. Oh, okay. No count of the Dark Side of the Moon can fully explain the record's phenomenal sales performance. It's been over 14 years at the top of various Billboard charts and has sold over sold some 50 million copies. At one point, there was rumored to be a CD factory in Germany devoted exclusively to turning out copies of Dark Side of the Moon in a Wagnerian effort to supply worldwide demand for this 1973 rock album. Huh. That's a lot of copies. 50 million, man. David Gilmore quoted, For me, Dark Side was the first time we had great lyrics. The others were satisfactory or perfunctory or just plain bad. So at least he admitted that some of the songs before were bad. Right. But this, he... They were all 100% behind. But this was like, I think this was all their favorite, this was their favorite album to make. Alright, let me go to the next album. Oh, right, hold on. And Brain Damage, hold on, this is about the song Brain Damage. Waters seems to appropriate Sid's insanity as the inevitable outcome of his own grim conclusions about life. So I guess Brain Damage is somewhat about Sid. Right. David Gilmore says, the heartbeat alludes to the human condition and sets the mood for the music, which describes the emotions experienced during a lifetime. Uh. What's this? The Dark Side of the Rainbow. Did Pink Floyd secretly create their 1973 album as a soundtrack to a popular 1930s movie? This, the sure sign that an album movie or other pop culture artifact has achieved cult status is when wacky theories start to emerge pointing to some bizarre hidden meaning. Or quasi occult ritual attached to the work. The Beatles' White Album and the Rock and the Rocky Horror Picture Show have attracted a phenomenon of this nature. And of course, the entire Beatles catalog was once alleged to harbor clues that Paul McCartney had died. Oh yeah, that's right. Pink Floyd's magnet opus, The Dark Side of the Moon, became the object of, fittingly enough, lunatic speculations at some at some point in the mid nineteen nineties. Theories began to surface, claiming that if you screen the nineteen thirty nine film Wizard of Oz. While playing Dark Side of the Moon, the music and the images on screen will match in all kinds of uncanny ways. According to the theory, it seems as if the music was specifically created as a soundtrack of the film. Where do the ideas come like this come from? In our own day and age, the internet and social media are a rich source of bizarre and arcane notions about nearly everything. And in this instance, given the huge popular Dark Side of the Moon, it wasn't long until the dark rain the dark rainbow story spread. From web to mainstream out media outlets, ranging from the Fort Wayne Indiana Journal Gazette to MTV News. Oh. Reports of the matter generally proclaim that the pre preternatural correspondence between Wizard and Dark Side represent a phenomenon such known as synchronicity. It's, it's like they line up with oh, not, they, they, it's oh, like a it's a, what's it weird called? thing. It's like a weird like oh that's strange. Yeah. What's that what is that called? I can't think of a word for it, but you know what I mean. All right. That's what not... do you mean? No, <sighs> no I'm just joking with you. What's the word? I can't think of it. It lines up in like an uncanny way. Right. All right. Well, that's enough about that. Let's get to. Oh, wish you were here next. All right, man. I'm not about all these. These are great albums. Okay, wish you were here. September twelfth, nineteen seventy-five. 
and clapping her fellow to the dark side of the moon, Pink Floyd take Sid Barrett as her muse once again. For me, you know what David Gilmore says, <clears throat> for me, wish you were here is the most satisfying album. I, I mean, I'd rather listen to that than Dark Side of the Moon. Because I know Wish You Were Here is about Sid Barrett. Is it somewhat about Sid Barrett? Like, Shut On You Crazy Diamond. Is that, is that on Dark Side of the Moon? I can't remember. Either way, that's about Sid Barrett. And so is Wish You Were Here. Ain't that about businesses now? But that's, that song, Wish You Were Here, is about... Corporate America. No, no Wish You Were Here is about Sid Barrett. But oh, the it? album, somewhat... Is, well, the album mostly is about what you said. Like big rock, like the uh, companies trying to burn them. Burn, That's right. why on the album cover, it's the guy shaking the, the guy, other guy's hand is getting burned. The album cover. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, here's the story about Sid. Holy shit! What? That's that was Sid Barrett, two thousand six. Right there. I'll show you guys then. Oh yeah. Well, he's all, well, yeah, all but that's how he. On. See that? I know you can barely see him, but see that guy right there? That's Sid Barrett. So, Sid drops in for a visit. June 5th, 1975, found Pink Floyd hard at work at Abbey Road. And then... Abbey Road, I think, is owned by the Beatles. Abbey Road Studios, yeah. Yeah. And then Sid, Sid Barrett dropped in. Obese with shaven head and eyebrows, dressed in a white trench coat and white shoes holding onto a white plastic bag. It wasn't. It wasn't a while before anyone realized. You know, they didn't know it was him. They didn't look anything like him. Oh, really? They didn't know it was him. Had some hard drugs. It was a huge shock because I hadn't seen him in about six years. He kept standing up and brushing his teeth, putting his toothbrush away, and sitting down. At one point, he stood up and said, "Right, when do I put the guitar on?" And of course, he didn't have a guitar with him. And we said, "Sorry, Sid, the guitar's all done." Barrett hung around afterwards at a party for Dave and Ginger in the Abbey Road Canteen. One of the other guests was former Pink Floyd manager Andrew King, who'd exited the picture around the same time as Sid, although for a different reason. King attempted to make conversation with Sid, asking how he managed to put on so much weight in the six years. The former guitarist police said replied, I've got a very large fridge in the kitchen and I've eaten a lot of the pork chops. <laughs> Some party guests were reportedly dis disquieted, disquieted by Barrett's strange laugh and penetrating gaze. He struck around a while longer and then disappeared without saying goodbye to anyone. His appearance in the studio while Pink Floyd were com completing one of the world's best-known songs about him was a strange coincidence. I'm falling asleep. Here. One with, I'm sorry, I know I'm reading a lot. No, I have a five or three. Was it a benediction of sorts or a cautionary warning as to just how far one might fall from the heights of rock stardom? Yeah. Uh, I think that's what they took him as, like... <clears throat> Like a, uh, I don't, know, I don't read about animals. I hate that album. Um, that's the we. That's the weirdest album. I don't like it. <laughs> let's go to the wall. Yeah, so what right, happened? The wall. wall. Okay, ne November thirtieth, nineteen seventy nine. Pink Floyd's The Wall. How Roger Waters confronted his demons and came out with Pink Floyd's enduring masterpiece. So during the show, I don't know where it was. I forget. I know the book says it. But I'm trying to do it off memory. I was going to live. So during the show, people were just partying, drinking, and screaming. And that really pissed Roger Waters off. He thought you should stand there and enjoy the music. He just wanted to build a wall around from him and those people. That's when he thought the idea of oh, really? the wall. 
And then originally, when he did it, reformed it, they wanted the wall. They just wanted the wall there. They didn't want it to be built. They want he Roger Waters wanted it to be there, but I forget who decided not to do it. They said we still have a service to treat the fans as fans and give them a show, no matter what. Like okay, so David Gilmore said, "There's such a thing as creative tension, and then there's total egocentric megalomaniac tension." Oh. Basically, calling Roger Waters a megalomaniac, egomistic person, which he was. I'm not gonna say he wasn't. He was. He right. wanted to build a wall. <laughs> he he. Well, he wanted to make a play, didn't he? he no, he wanted to make a. He wanted. Wait, he saw or... the wall as three parts: a show, an album, and a movie. This is the first, I think, the first ever rock album. Wake wake up, pop. Do you see this right now, YouTube? I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm tired. It was magical in the early days of Floyd, but the magic was eaten by the numbers, Roger Waters said. It, I get, because, okay, there, people, the person, they brought on the director to direct the movie, right? Right. But, the director didn't want to do it. You know why? Roger Waters already had the entire idea of the movie down. So what was the point of calling the director in? And, and he's not going to change He's not going to do anything. He's not going to do anything with it. So he figured, well, he just do it. And that's when they told the guitarist to go home. I mean, no, uh, the keyboardist. Was, yeah. Hold on, I'm looking into that. Because he wanted to visit his family. He, he, okay, they were all locked away. They were, they locked themselves up for a, a place in the woods. And they were think, they, they were saying about, oh, we might have to stay here longer than we were supposed to. And he wanted to see his family. He wanted to see his kids and his wife. And I, that, I guess that pissed off Roger Waters. He was like, okay. No, you're not gonna see your wife. You're gonna stay. We're gonna stay here and finish this album. And then Roger Waters didn't think he could even do the piano on this album anyway. He thought that he's not good enough. He said that after this album, you're gonna be literally you. You can leave Pink Floyd. And he said, okay, I'll leave Pink Floyd gladly. They agreed after the album, and all the all the touring's over. He'll leave. So he left. He left. And was that the end of Pink Floyd? No, the end of Pink Floyd's the next album. On the final cut. This is this is Roger Waters' last album. With Pink oh, Floyd. okay. Did he saw his own band. Or what? Yeah, he went on by himself, and now he now he's going around touring Roger Waters' The Wall. Oh, really? Yeah, but he's a he's a you know what? <laughs> but that was, that was in March twenty first, nineteen eighty three. Which I I thought there were more, there's more albums after that. Honestly, huh? at least there. No, that's Roger Water. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, okay. So, okay, here's... All right, I'm going to skip over to Final Cut. Here's all the records after that Roger Waters did after Pink Floyd. He did the pros and cons of Hitchhiking. He went uh, In the Flesh Alive, Kaira, Radio Chaos, Amused to Death, and The Wall Live DVD. Oh, okay. Like that There's thing. other bands that do Pink Floyd. Yeah. Here's what are the... they called? When Red they... Floyd was one. No, when yeah, when they do Pink Floyd, but they're not really Pink cover Floyd. bands. Yeah, cover bands. Okay. All right. Here's Dave's discography. He did David Gilmore, self-titled album on an island, live in Kedansk, about face, where all that locked. Oh, right, here's a momentary lapse of reason, which is Pink Floyd's album after, after a five-year break. Oh, okay. September, yeah, five years. Four, whatever. September 7th, 1987. Is that five or four? I can't think. Pink Floyd discovers life after Roger Waters. A momentary... Like 32 years ago. 
A momentary lapse of reason started life as a David Gilmore solo album, a potential follow-up to the guitarist's 1984 solo disc about bass. So, both Nick and Rick were cat- were catatonic in terms of their playing ability at the beginning. But they, they, didn't know how to, they couldn't remember how to play after five oh. years of taking, being on break. Oh, look. So, here's a quote. I didn't say by who. If you go, man, we're carrying on. Make no bones about it. To which waters reported replied, you'll never fucking do it. He was saying about days of his David, one of David Gilmore, or whoever, and Rod, Rod, oh, Roger Waters, yeah. he never fucking do it, because I guess he saw himself as, you know, the main man. He without, without him, people would be bad. Which I guess you know, in the long run, was Could he have been. was he wrong? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So what's the last album? And I, I, I after that album, there's a Division Bell, which came out in 1994. Which was like, what was that, 10 years later? Almost 10 years later. Yeah. 10 years. Oh, wow, yeah, here they all are. Together. What, putting putting aside all past differences, Pink Floyd reunited for one last show at the historic Live 8 concert. When they, it's, it's the second club, When Pigs Fly. It puts oh, that's the, when they had the big pig blowing up. That was, that was an animal they had that. Alfie, oh. I think it was called. Oh, well, oh, did they? Okay, yeah. I didn't know. So, David Gilmore said, it puts some of the bad love between Roger and myself behind us. David, David, yeah, they, they hate David and, like, trying to keep him in check. See, eyes, eye. Oh. Yeah. So, here they all are reunited after how many years? Right there. That's oh. All. That's Roger Walters. And what year was that? That is... Oh, wait a second. Well, 2005. So here they all are together. Oh, sorry, that was Here they all are together, right there. You know, Pink Floyd is honestly a tragic story. First, they lost. You know, they they got rid of their their uh, first. You know, lead man because he was right. doing drugs. Then you know they found. You know they found another, another lead man, right. and then he was. After a while, he was an egomaniac. He was a, he was just a jerk. He was he, he wanted it to happen so bad that he put his his friend at the time at like odds of each other. Oh really? You know what I mean? Like he like, oh yeah, and Richard Wright passed away. Oh, that, that's that's the guy that Roger Waters is complaining about, Richard Wright. Oh really? Hmm. He was sixty five years old when he passed away. Uh, hold on. 2008, September 15th. So that's... Sid Barrett died in 2006. 12 years ago. So he was 65. That's a bad memory of probably 70-something now. Yeah. So. I... Well, I hope you learned something from oh, this. Oh, there's one more album. What album? Their final album, The Endless River. Oh, I never heard that one. On, well, it's the newest one, 2014. Oh, okay. On what might be their final album ever, Pink Floyd paid tribute to their longtime keyboardist, the late Richard Wright. Uh, unapologetically, this is for the generation that wants to put its headphones on, lie on a he- beanbag or whatever, and get off on a piece of music on for an extended period of time. Don't fall asleep, Dad. It's almost over. I know. I'm that trying to stay awake. From David Gilmore. So don't worry. Yeah, like. I gotta get up at three tonight. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. The, yeah, that and this one is a tribute to Rick. As a tribute to him, they made that album for. Him. Oh, that album. okay. That was the last. That's probably the last album that ever I make. All right, and here's an ending quote: "Come on, you rabbit, you see your visions. Come on, you painter, 
you piper, you prisoner, and shine. That's from Pink Floyd's Johnny Crazy Diamond. Oh, okay. So I hope so, you guys learned something. Right. But Pink Floyd, one of the, I think, honestly, one of, probably one of the best rock bands of the early 70s to late 80s. Right. Uh, and still going on. Well, not, 